0: Welcome back, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I am Nate here with Jimbo. How are we doing? Hey, let's go. And uh, we're back to talk a little playoff ball, talk a little little, uh, um, Arizona Fall League. It's the only things happening in in the sport right now. So we're back to talk the same things we talked about last night or last week, but with a little bit of updates. So, uh, with that being said, Jimbo? You want to take it away? Yeah. So uh
1: playoffs have been fun this year just because of the the unknown, you know, like when when we first when the first when the playoffs first hit off, you know, we did our predictions. Didn't think the Braves were going to go down. Nope. Didn't think the Mets were going to go down for by the Padres. Nope. Phillies look good. Padres are interesting right now. It's just – and then the Astros, like, they just keep doing what they're doing, unfortunately. Honestly, the Guardians looked really good. I thought they were going to take out the Yankees, but the Yankees overpowered them. Um, but really, overall, like, this is why I love baseball playoffs. Like, like out of all the sports, it's the best because it's just the unknown. Every game's different. You know, the biggest players don't necessarily are, are always the stars in the playoffs. It's, it's these one-offs. Um, and then you see the young kids, Jeremy Pena hitting an absolute missile last night. I was watching, I dropped everything I was doing in, in and I was like, Whoa, like it, it was like, it was one of those at bats. He, it kind of looked like Ken Griffey Jr. Honestly, the way he, he, uh, he held it at the end with his bat down, which was pretty cool. Um, but overall, dude, it, it's been great. And then you got the Arizona fall league that you can really find some, some sneaky some sneaky players in there that i've been monitoring monitoring every day uh they just played in chase field for a game which was pretty cool to see um but other than that i guess we can dive into more uh more so into uh some of the individuals of the
0: players yeah um real quick a shockingly shockingly cheap september 13th blue shimmer out of 150 sgc9 of jeremy Pena sold for 33 bucks pSA 10 yesterday sold for 200 um you know that's uh that's what seven six times it basically mm-hmm. um I don't know if a PSA 10 should be six times the uh price of a of a sGc nine a month and a half later unless it's because somebody is reacting to the huge home run last night and spending money on that card mm-hmm pretty cool to see um, I'm, a, I'm I am shocked though that the Jeremy painter was only 33 bucks like that seems absurdly cheap and mojo mojo PSA 10 ninety dollars um, last night and if you scroll back say uh, well I need a PSA 10 comp with that so give me one second if you scroll back a little ways let's say to October 1st $51. So three weeks later, um, that's a $40 jump in price there because of that home run.
1: Yeah. It, it was pretty cool to see. He's been having a pretty solid uh, post-season. And um, another thing that's interesting right now, we I mean, we have a lot of sports going on. We have soccer going on. We have baseball playoffs. We have football, um, you know, getting in into the run of things for there. We got basketball started this week.
0: Like, there's so many things going happening. on. What is it? Uh, NHL is going on.
1: Yeah, hockey and then college basketball will be starting up here soon. Um, I, I just think – and then college football. I just think it's interesting, too, with, with prices because of all of the um, – all the sports going on. You can find some sneaky pl- – like, some sneaky purchases right now just from people not – you know, their people's interests are everywhere right now. Like, it's scattered. So if you focus and have a plan, you can really find some some great purchases right now uh, for some good deals.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, who I mean, even I, even I, I like, you know, I love baseball, but my mind's all over the place (laughs) with sports. It's from ah play brewers, you know, brewers Uh, playoffs are going on to oh the Packers stink. This is miserable to. Oh, uh, we got the Bucks starting to. Oh, I wonder how everyone else did in the NBA last night. To randomly saying things about NHL. To watching Arsenal, they were up one nothing. But last time I checked today in the Euro League, um, hard to hard to just focus in on one sport like you said, and and therefore it's kind of hard to get those. Uh, stay vigilant on some of those purchases.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but it's been fun, man. I, I, I love it because a lot of the prospects, too, are are going pretty cheap right now. Um, and, and, man, right now with the Arizona Fall League, there are some interesting players out there. Like, Zach Bean is looking very good.
0: Shout out Zach Bean, former Spokane Indian. Yeah.
1: Dude, this dude, I didn't realize how much speed this kid has. He has 13 stolen bases in 11 games.
0: I do think I read something he said one day. I read from his mouth. Um that he said he, he doesn't think of himself as a fast guy. He just thinks he reads the pitchers really well.
1: Which I, I could Wait, see there, there there are some some great base dealers that, you know, they weren't the fastest people, they just they could read it and they the jumps and all that good stuff. So um so yeah, like you know, you Zach Veen's an interesting one. I've, I've always teeter tottered with him because of him being on the Rockies, but I've always loved, you know, out of high school, great prep bat, you know, just, he fills all like checks off all the boxes besides the only, you know, the only red flag for me is playing for the Rockies playing for Colorado, which, um, shouldn't always stop you, but, but for me, you know, it's an interesting one.
0: Um, also, amazing. Real quick, little update on Zach Bean price. $2,005 on May 7th for a Gold Wave PSA 10. But then that card dropped to sixteen twenty five dollars July 3rd and now is back up to $2,000. So if you're lucky enough to be the one that bought it in July, you're making, <clears throat> you know, 20% or whatever. Um, if you bought it in May and sold it then, you lost five bucks. Yeah. It,
1: so was that on auction or was that buy it now or
0: best offer on the 19th auction on July 3rd, best offer on May 7th.
1: Yeah. So auctions, man, you can, I just, I feel like the auctions it's tricky for Bowman Chrome because like, for instance, like I would be, a, I would be interested in that card, but I didn't, you know, obviously I probably didn't know that that auction was going off. So I didn't put the bid in, but where I feel like the, a lot of cards can, you can get some good deals on that, especially like the consignment companies, man. Like they just,
0: they don't, they, they just put out everything they can. They don't. Care. Yeah.
1: Like they don't care. Like, you know, they put five day auctions on so that, you know, you less people can see it. Um, I think you can scoop up some good players there and it's all about finding the right player in, in someone that you believe in, um, and doing your homework. Um, but yeah, but they're, other than that, man, there, there's been some, some cool stuff going on. I Like for me, you know, I'm getting excited for Colt Keith, obviously. He's doing well coming back from injury uh, by his opinion because he plays for the Tigers. But that's another thing too is the, the Arizona Fall League, it, it gives it gives you like the teams that you like, allows you to dive deeper in some of the like the few prospects that you should be more excited about. Um, in the next year or two that, that could impact the big league club. So Nick York – sorry, I'm ra- rambling, uh, Rambling, but I forgot. Nick York had a pretty rough first half, if I remember right, of the season. And then in fall league, man, he's really – he's he's picking it up again, which is cool to see. I just realized that. I forgot about cool. him.
0: Hey, quick question for you. Changing, I'm actually going to shift gears on you just slightly. Um, I know we were going to talk about – maybe a few other guys in the playoffs and stuff, but maybe we won't depending on how long this takes. You mentioned a a bunch of sports going on. Basketball just started this week, right? Um, On the 18th. Bucks have their first game tonight as of this recording. Excited for that. You've got college football. You've got college basketball starting up soon. You've got NHL going. You've got NFL games um, Sunday nights, Monday nights, Thursday nights. And you have baseball playoffs and you have Arizona Fall League. And so it's like, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of sports to go around with limited amount of time that everyone can give it along with card market. Like, you know, basketball cards are going to be hot because we're going into the season. NHL cards are going to be hot. People are going to be wanting to buy and sell guys that are starting to take off. And if they have them, we're starting to take off and they don't have them. They want to get in before they think they're going to blow up. Whole big thing. Um, NHL the same way. And so, you know, for me, it was always hey, wait till the season's done. Give it a month. People completely forget about baseball and then buy or give it two months and buy in December around Christmas. People aren't paying attention. And then the last couple of years, it was like, well, actually it's going back up by Christmas already. People are starting to <clears throat> whip right back into uh, baseball shape once December hits um, and so, like, my old adage was, all right, if that's what's happening, then I'm going to give it a little bit of time and buy in November. But with with everything that's happening right now, maybe you say to yourself, you know, if this guy just got kicked out of the playoffs, say there's a Trey Turner Bowman Chrome Orange auto ending on auction this weekend, PWCC 2014 Bowman Chrome Orange BGS 95 Dude just got eliminated from the playoffs. Um maybe this is the exact time where really nobody's thinking about him at all because of how many sports and them just getting eliminated, he's not on on their minds. Maybe now instead of waiting a month, and obviously it's an orange, so like if you want it, you're gonna have to buy it now because you don't know if you're gonna find another one in a month oh, yeah. to do this to do to do this buying pattern. But Say it's not an orange. Say it's a base auto or a refractor. Do you think you would still wait? I know you're probably buying the entire time, but if you had to choose one, buy baseball now and not buy in a month, or wait and buy in a month and not buy baseball now. Which would you do?
1: Dude, you know me. I'm not good at a yes or no question, or like a uh, like a quick ABC question. My thing is like it's with baseball. It's weird. Like I, I'm a big I. I I think that it's always a great time to buy baseball, but I also think it's always a good time to sell baseball, but it's all about finding the deals where like on auction, like even during like the peak of it, uh, like you can still find some great buys on auction just because the, the prospect market's so big that it's hard to find people that, every like to find everyone that that wants this card or interested in this card it's so hard for all of them to realize that, that it's on auction at this time you know what i mean so to bid it up so that's why like for me i'm always trying to buy auctions i grade them or if they are graded then i put it for buy it now because dude random random players sell at the like the most random times like a weren't uh some kid from the angels like a werner blakely or something i you know, I barely don't really know the kid. I I remember looking up him in uh, in the off se- or in the middle of the season. I'm like, oh, these are interesting stats. Bought some stuff, graded him, and uh, like I sold a bunch of the, his stuff like two weeks ago. And I'm like, who? Why? Like, this is so random. Like, has he done that's anything? Weird. But but that's a, that's the thing with baseball where I'm a big believer. And you buy an auction, and you just always have everything that you want to like everything that you have always have it up for sale for a buy it now at a price that you're not mad that you'd be like. Hey, if no one wants to buy this, I don't care because maybe one day someone randomly will, and then you can, you can scoop up some auctions, but I believe in, it's a really good time to, if you, if you did want to do auctions, you do it around the timeframe of everyone's talking about him or he's about to get debuted or in beginning of spring training or like during spring training, but for buying, sorry, this is a long winded answer. I think it's always a great time if you're just buying, like if you have a strategy and you're, and you're constantly using your eBay searches or a PwC search, like whatever it is, if you're constantly doing your homework, it's always a buying season. But for Trey Turner, that's probably the worst time to sell, honestly.
0: Yeah, I w- I would agree. So, yeah, maybe that was more of a, hey, should you sell at this point than a buy at this point? But, you know, a lot of people have these, like, a ton of people have these, well, I'm going to wait this amount of time until i start buying just just naturally they want to get the best deal um we do we see it on pwcc live streams last week we're talking about buying wander and somebody's like well why don't you wait a month and buy it again and for one thing it was a wander red ink like probably not going to see a wander red ink again in a month number one um but it's it's I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I think it's on a lot of people's minds, and I think a lot of us could use help from fellow collectors on figuring out what they do and why. Because for me, I was always all right. Season's done. I am waiting a little bit. Let people completely forget baseball exists when we get into the NBA season, NHL season, NFL playoffs, uh, uh, thick of the thick of the basketball season for NCAA, thick of the football season for NCAA plus volleyball and whatever other sports people like to watch for NCAA. Um, And then just recently I'm like, well, honestly, I can see waiting on littler cards. Like if I wanted a Jeremy Pena mojo, yeah, I'm not buying it now. I'm waiting a month, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. but if I ran into a Jeremy Pena orange auto, I wouldn't buy it anyways cuz he was just hot in the playoffs. That that's a that would be a stupid time to buy. But a guy that's not, a guy that's not hot in the playoffs, then uh you kind of got to be like how much does rarity how much is rarity important to you? If you yeah. have $2000, do you want to get the rarest thing you can? Well, if the rarest thing you can pops up not in your buying window, you might think about buying it anyways and if you're not too concerned about rarity, you might just take that two thousand dollars. You might just stock up in a month on every Jordan Alvarez you can, or every Dylan Cease, or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and honestly, though, like you know, going back to the Jeremy Pena orange, but when when like you could buy that at the per like okay, you have the money, you're ready to buy at the perfect time. Everyone's forgetting about baseball, but that card probably won't be for sale. And But here's another, like, the, it's all about the liquidity of the card or how rare the card is, all that stuff. But it's also, okay, you, you know, you have the Jeremy Pena going off. It's going for auction. It's probably not the best time to buy it if, you know, what he's doing in the playoffs. But what if everyone is thinking the same thing? But you shouldn't be bidding on something because of what other people are bidding on. Like, you should go into that card with the price in mind. Like for me, I've been on cards like all the time, and I don't win them all the time. But it's like I I throw the price out that that I am comfortable winning at, and if it if I don't win it, don't care because doesn't like I'm not going to chase a card unless it's
0: we we would have guys that did that on our pack breaks um, on whatnot. Like we'd have a number of guys that would come into our streams, and if they want a pack at this price, they'd buy every pack at that price every yep. single week, no matter what. They didn't care. If it was a good deal, they buy it and they put that bid in. And if they didn't win it um, and they didn't win a number of them, maybe then they would start off their price because they, you know how it is with pack guys. They can't be, they can't be uh, shut out on Mm -hmm. a day. They got to have, they got to scratch that edge a little bit. Um, But uh, it's kind of the same, the same method um, in which like, all right, you have a you have a, a zone you're comfortable with. You put it to the top of that zone. And if it goes over, you move on to the next card.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I probably bid on every Jackson Cheerio rare card and every going, going, De La Cruz or Ellie De La Cruz.
0: Yeah. That's
1: the one. But I like, I probably bid on every single one of their rare cards, but I threw an offer. Like, I put a bid in that I was most comfortable winning and I didn't win a lot of them, but at least I throw it out there because you just never know. What if, what if people are all sleeping on this one random card and then you're like you bought, you won it for half of what you were really going to spend on it. And that's how I win most of my stuff. Yeah. I don't ever like really do the buy it nows. Um And then another thing too, for, for the stuff that they're the higher volume, you know, also it's not necessarily the time of the year that that's, always makes it the best time to buy. It's also seen like if you watch enough, if you're like, okay, let's say Vaughn Grissom. I was a big fan of Vaughn Grissom for the longest time, wanted to buy him, but there was nothing available, nothing available. Everyone was holding on to them or didn't know about them. So they just didn't, didn't spend a lot of money on them. Um, or didn't, didn't list him to sell. So there wasn't a lot of, a lot to the, to the public. But then, as soon as he debuted, it went from like 100%. let's say twenty-five listings to like three hundred. So then his price starts going down, but it's not his market cap's going up because the overall price per card is going up. But the the uh, or like <laughs> you you know what I mean? Sorry, but well, you could
0: if you sold a base auto you know, they're randomly selling once every blue moon for say 120 bucks. And then, um, if you had sold maybe a day before call up, you might've been able to get more than a day after call up when everyone brought out their cards and now they're selling for 110, but it's one card at 120 or 70 cards at 110.
1: Exactly. And that's why it's so hard for a lot, like a lot of these guys to, to do really well with the car market, because it, you got to also look at the volume that's available to the public that's being sold. Yeah. Huge factors.
0: And you you get a lot of those guys. It blows my mind. Uh, just just classic. Go to your go to your micro or macroeconomics, supply and demand, first lesson, college. Mm-hmm. You know, and you sit there and it's like, hey, supply, demand, price. You know everything. And then you get those guys that they supply like 10 Tops Chrome Pink Update PSA 10 Juan Sotos on the same day. They're just like, yeah, let me sell them, but I'm going to sell them all on the same day. Well, congratulations. If you had split it out over 10 weeks or two a day for five weeks, you know, you probably get, say, $2,000 a card. But because you put them all on the same day, if there's not that many people that want them, your last couple cards are probably going to sell well under what the first couple did. It's just so stupid. And I don't know how people don't learn because you see it from time to time where it's, and it might not be, it might not just be like the same card. It might be, they had, they were heavy on a player and all of a sudden there's eight different autos from the same guy being sold of the same player on that day. And yeah, eight different cards. Sure. But eight autos of Donovan Mitchell or whatever. Yeah. Like what are you doing?
1: That's why I stopped using a lot of the the eBay consignment companies because they just don't care either. Like you could send them a bunch of stuff of the same player, and they'll literally list them all with an end
0: in the same minute, minute or two. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ten fifty nine p.m. Central Time. Uh, congratulations! You just had eight Ellie De La Cruz Bowman Chrome Base PSA tens end. Yeah, and it, and it's it's the it's the not rare stuff that suffers drastically.
1: Yeah. And I think that's, that's why like the car market, you know, it boomed and then it, it started going down uh, in relative terms, but has it really gone down or, or like the market cap has been exploding. Like it, it hasn't slowed down at all, but just the individual cards have been slowing down, but it's because of the supply. People are selling more than they ever probably have yeah. learning how to sell. And, and I think, you know, I, there's a lot of factors to business too and buying and selling um, but you know, timing it is good, like is tricky, but it also just the, why. like there's so many other factors that can, that if you, if you pick up on, you can, you can get some good buys and you can sell at the right time. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's, yep. that's that's what I got for that. I like I would, it. I would love to, because to, I come from the finance background. I would love to sit down with the finance guy, like with the finance guy to be like, okay, how do we explain this in finance terms? because man, there's some people out there that give some advice that's like it's you know it's like is that what why don't like instead of card advice, why don't we look at like just overall like economics advice and I feel like you can you can really pick up on some cool things.
0: yeah that's uh you're stumbling upon I will make this brief you're stumbling upon one of my biggest pet peeves in the card market is that you get people that should not should not be talking about, cards in a certain way talking about cards in a certain way because they don't have an economics background because they don't have a finance background um and they they sit on their robin hood app and track a few stocks and then talk about cards like their stocks but it's not yeah it's it's not the, it's, it's not the same thing
1: it's similar but it's totally different it's apples to oranges and really it's all everything's is driven by data too and it, Right now, I feel like, you know, we have a few companies with with a lot of data. And if you just dive deep in the data, you can find some good buys no matter. You don't even have to time things out. You can just look straight at the data. Nope. Don't even have to speculate on anything. You can just... Though,
0: Though, if anybody's sitting at home and saying, I should just go on Carladder, dive into the data, be forewarned that depending on what you look at, you know... um There can be there. You can be you can be swayed into thinking you're getting a good deal if it's 60 percent lower than it was back in March of 2020, 2022 or back in March of 2021 or something like that. But uh, just know that a lot of the market has cooled off. So it's better to look at the last couple months if it's down from like two months ago than saying, oh, it's down from eight months ago. I got to buy.
1: Well, yeah, you bring up a great point there. But another thing to that is it's why did it go up and why did it go down? Just because it's down 60% does not mean it's going to go back up for 60%. Ask the why. Why, why, why is this card doing that or this, whatever. Ask the why.
0: What I find interesting is we're getting to a point where you look up a bunch of cards. Fernando Tatis, Topps Chrome Heritage uh, Refractor the other day that I had on uh, one of our posts. It was at a career low. All-time low, $264. Never been lower. Um, and you're getting a lot of different cards that are at their lows from early 2020 at their lows from before 2020 and 2019. And, um, I think it's gotten to the point where if it's at its low from before 2020, you are probably at a pretty good spot where you can be like, yeah, maybe I'll invest in this. I don't think anybody should look at any price that happened in 2020 and 2021 and say, that's legitimate. That's what I think it can b- get back to because there was just a card the other day. Oh, let me see. Um, what was it? I'm trying to remember the card ladder graph, but I am struggling hard to remember what it was. But case in point, whatever this card was, and I can't remember right now, even though I just looked it up. Um, It was sitting at $27,000 in 2021, and now it's down to 3000 Yeah but it's a little bit 3000 is a little bit higher than what it was in 2019 and that is probably like oh that's nice a little bit higher than 2019 whereas just scratch out the entire middle because whoever paid $27,000 will quite literally never make that money back and will probably be negative $20,000 yeah forever
1: yeah well that the boom happened because there was so like so much demand was flowing in and the supply was actually decreasing because so many cards were stuck at PSA. Yep, that—that's really all it like, was. We the, had a
0: lot of people at home with nothing to do and money to spend.
1: Exactly, like people are like, "Oh, what you know?" If you hear people saying things are crash, or whatever, it's you just got to look at the economics. Like it just there's so many reasons for things to happen, and if you just dive deep into it, it all makes it makes way more sense.
0: Yeah, and especially right now, yep. people are worried. When people are worried, they they stop making big purchases and uh, they might make their little card purchases, but big card purchases, mm-hmm. those are probably getting pushed off until they're pretty sure about either their job future or...
1: Yeah. Well, well, it's interesting because I've actually seen a lot more bigger purchase happening because a lot of people that have the big money are taking their oh, money out care. of other markets. And move it in, in something that's... I guess.
0: I guess it depends kind of on what you what you, me- you yeah. say is big money,
1: like seventy five grand or more.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was. I was. Big money for me was like, thousand, two thousand okay. dollars a card.
1: I mean, that is still a lot. But I'm just, like the like the, the headliner stuff, like that yeah. stuff. Uh, but yeah, I could. I love this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll have to dive deep into it. I mean, it's been a while since I've had any finance courses. And, uh, been years and years and years, and I hated it so much. I left school um, after after spending oh, twenty plus thousand dollars to go to school for three and a half years. So it's up my alley, but not up my alley, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, it's way more fun when it's about stuff that you enjoy rather than just like how many apples or in oranges does jimbo and jill have you know yeah yeah it's
0: it's it's when you're going through especially like accounting courses and stuff and it's like i don't care about these people's money i don't care about this fake situation this sucks yeah that stinks when it's about cards though or if it's about your own (laughs) cards it's it's definitely much more engaging that being said we should probably cut it off here because i am a busy man today um jimbo thank you for joining in Appreciate it, Absolutely. and uh, we will uh, we will be back next week, Friday.
1: Deuces.